Introducing Pretty Girls Pretty Who Girls Love, Real, love estate. Real Estate. Stories of everyday women breaking barriers and building wealth through real estate. Boss. B-O-S-S. Hello, hello. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Pretty Girls Love Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Washington, and I'm really excited for my guest today. Uh, this lady is a hotelier. She's actually the youngest Black woman to own a hotel by a major brand. Um, and now she's helping others to become hotel owners themselves. I have the one and only Miss Davon Reeves. How are you? I'm doing fabulous, Jessica. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, I really appreciate it. So let's just jump right into this. How did you first become interested in real estate? Uh, you know what? I probably should really know the answer to that because I've been getting that question a lot lately. Um, I actually didn't. I just started really getting into real estate probably years ago. Mm -hmm. um, I got into the ownership side. Um because before when I was growing up, like my grandma owned her home, I think my dad owned and my mom. So it was just like, everybody owned a home, but I didn't understand the value of the equity being, like, I didn't understand it. Right. Um, and so I think if I would have understood it more, I think I would have had like more hotels. I would have had more things in my portfolio. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, I probably would have had, you know, some more, some multifamily, like a hundred, you know, hundred units, some more hotels, some daycares. I would have been all over the place with some, some real estate. Um, but I really got into it. Um, once I learned that hotels are real estate and that you can own it. Mm -hmm. That was probably about maybe five, 10 years ago, maybe. So. Oh. So what, uh, particularly about hotels of all things, you know, because you got all types of different commercial real estate, um, right. what, uh, specifically about hotels did, you know, make you draw towards that? Mm, about hotel. Well, I got my start off as a front desk agent. Mm -hmm. So I've been around hotels probably for like almost 20 years now. Um, so I grew up in the industry, you know, uh, I want to say almost 20 years, maybe like 15 years. Um, <laughs> I had to think about that because I was in high school 20 years ago. So maybe about 15 years ago. Mm -hmm. um, and so the hotel industry, I just fell in love with it. I think it's a great industry. I still think it's a great industry. It's, very one, of the, it's one of the few industries where you can start off as a front desk agent and become a CEO or become a hotel owner. And um, I love being around people. You get to meet when you're in the hotel industry. I mean, it had this good and bad like any job. Mm -hmm. But you get to come across with so many different people from around around the world. And if you're a people person, if you like making people happy, um, you know, you're servicing a guest, right? You're making sure that guest has a great stay. Um, and then once I realized that you can really make some money from it by owning it, then my mindset changed. I didn't know that you could own a hotel, right? I thought the highest position was a general manager. And so <laughs> that's what I thought. I didn't know. Right. I mean, you don't know what you don't know, right? So, like, mm -hmm. when people say, Davon, I don't know how own a hotel. Like, I don't even get upset because who talks about Like, if nobody talks about it, then how would you know? You know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. um, so that's why I, I, I love the, the... And another reason why I love the hospitality space because there's so many different jobs. You can be an architect. You can be, you know, a, a real... You can be a broker. You can be an appraiser. You know, you can be a graphic designer. It's so many different things that you can do that touches the hospitality. You make pillows, you know, <laughs> so 
hotel rooms, they need pillows. You know what I mean? So all of these different things that I just mentioned, you probably wouldn't even think, oh, wow, that does affect the industry. So that's why I love it. So was there a particular moment or a particular person that made you like change your mindset from customer service, front of the house to like, now I'm trying to get in the ownership game as far as hotels? Actually a good friend of mine, I actually just told him, he didn't even notice. We've been known, we've been friends for like 10 years and he, he just found this out like a couple months ago. So when I first met him, I joined this organization called the American Hotel Lodging Association under 30 Gateway. Mm-hmm. And it was this um, organization that was for hotel professions under the age of 30. And I thought I was doing something. I thought I was a rock star, you know, employee of the month, you know, this and that. They sent me a tr- I just thought I was it. You can tell me nothing. Huh? <laughs> Girl, when I went to uh, uh when I went to American Hotel Lodge Association under 30 Gateway and it was people under 30 owning multiple hotels, I said, excuse me, development right. hotel, CEO of company. I said, wait a minute now. I've been I've been in the wrong room for years. <laughs> and so that enlightened me of course nobody it wasn't that many people that looked like me but mm-hmm. it like literally just like changed my 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 mindset like it right. just opened me up I was like wow this is a different world I, I didn't know that it existed and so you know being a part of that group you know be, uh, uh, becoming friends uh, with my friend so shout out to Chris Henry um for uh um you know, exposing me to the, to the, to the transactional side of the hotel space. Okay. So what, um, walk us through your first deal because you acquired your first hotel during a pandemic when everybody was kind of freaking out about the hotel industry. So tell us the story about that. Well, the last recession, quote unquote, Mm -hmm. session, I missed out. I ain't by the, you know how people, they be like, that's how everybody was. (laughs) $500 now I'm selling it for half a million you know everybody got one of them stories dang it my bad (laughs) I went see I went I went about that real estate life I was about that real estate life I would have did it so anyway so um I was like well the next one the next one come and be ready Mm -hmm. I ain't I was gonna buy a hotel when the next one came (laughs) I was like I'm buying me something right and so uh partnered with um Mike Ely, Nassau Investments. So shout out to him. Uh met him through uh um a mutual friend, um, Nick Sassons. She's a hotel broker. So we actually got the deal from a hotel broker. Okay. A lot of times people they afraid of, you know, they don't want to work with real estate agents or brokers. I hear that out in these, these streets. Those people are your friends. They license for a reason. I don't understand why people don't want to work with them, you know. And I imagine hotels is such a niche. Like you want somebody yeah, very yeah, into on, that specific world. Somebody that got something to lose. They're gonna work hard. They're gonna work hard for that commission. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So anyway, so we we came across a broker, found the deal. Um, it wasn't she didn't find a deal, but she introduced me to Mike. And uh, uh Mike found a deal through relationships from brokers. And that particular deal. <laughs> people always ask me why El Reno I didn't know where El Reno was until the deal came I had to google it I didn't mm-hmm. even know where it was you know what I'm saying and um so uh three things that I look at when I'm looking at deals um it's and this is what a lot of people look at especially lenders the location the brand and the operator right mm-hmm. so the location um is in El Reno along the interstates along I-40 uh, the brand is a Hilton brand. So it's number two hotel brand in the world. The operator didn't have an operator at the time. So that means it was an opportunity. So this was con- this would be considered a value add opportunity for my folks in real estate. Mm-hmm. A, the reason why it was a value add op- 
opportunity, even though the hotel um, was developed in 2017, it didn't have a management company. Mm. Yeah. And so it didn't have a management company. And so we were able to bring in a management company to help stabilize. Uh, so we did that through the pandemic that was in uh, 2020. So for my folks who are in real estate, you know, uh, the difference between the reason why hotels are a, a sexy asset class, or people consider it a sexy asset class because it's an operating business sitting on real estate. Not only are you buying into the real estate, you're buying into the business as well. So essentially what you're doing, you're buying, since it was a branded hotel, where you're buying into the franchise, so you're becoming a franchisee. Okay. Right. So we bought a business. Mm -hmm. so we basically bought a million dollar business already. Right. And so was it like a mom and pop that were running it? Yeah. Yeah. Mom and pop. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, so tell me like, um, I guess if you want to disclose some of the numbers, like how big was this deal? How many keys? I know that's I'm the say what was public. So it was 85 rooms Okay. It for 8.3 million. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I can't remember the square footage. I just know it's 85 rooms or 85 keys. Mm -hmm. um, the 8.3 million, um, you know, we, you know, we had to put money down, of course, for equity, uh, took over to, you know, took over hotel. Uh, um, we didn't have to renovate as much because the hotel, um, the hotel was new, it was mm -hmm. a newer hotel. So we didn't have to come in and renovate it. Man, that's great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So from a lending perspective, what are some of the metrics that a lender would look at for a hotel? The things that I mentioned before, um, the location, uh, the brand, the operator, then they're looking at you. Who's going to personally guarantee this hotel? Mm -hmm. Okay. So, you know, I mean, again, it's real estate. It's a loan. You know, it's like when you buy a house, they want to know you're going to be able to pay this loan back. Exactly. That's the bottom line. Don't matter how you get this money, but <laughs> you got to get it. Like, like what that credit looking like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So um, another thing with hotels that lenders look at. So the difference between hotels and multifamily, when you're evaluating multifamily, you know, it's based off of, um, they have what you call a rent roll, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's more so, you know, annual. Um, so, you know, if, you know, Jessica, if you know, if someone is, you know, signing up for a lease for multifamily, that person's going to be in there for at least, you know, six months to a, a year. Right. So, you know, they going to get some money, you know, they going to get some money in that particular, you know, that time, that time frame, right? right? If not, they're going to evict the person and what they going to do, put some right, right back in without even thinking twice, they stuff going to be outside on the road, right? <laughs> um, well, with hotels, it's a little different. Yeah, because night's a night. Night's a night, you know what I'm saying? You know, sometimes somebody, you know, one night it may be $100 a night, one night it may be $500 a night. You know what I'm saying? So that's the good side where you can fluctuate the rates. The bad side is what if it's a snow? Like, for example, in our hotel in Oklahoma, there was a snowstorm last year. Mm -hmm. I mean, occupancy like was like, oh my gosh, it was like low teens or something like that. It was extremely mm -hmm. I think it was when Texas, they had the um, the power went out. Yes. Yeah. Well, our power went out too. Like, what the, you know, what's wrong? I'm like, what the hell? How the hell? You know what I mean? So stuff like that you had to deal with. You know, when it's a, like now when the oil was doing well, our hotel was booming. Right. So hotels are, you know, cyclical. And it also depends on the market. Think about what happened during COVID. And you got hotels that Disney were in and Disney were shut. Yeah. You know, what you, you, who would have ever thought Disney World was going to close? 
Because right. the last session, it was still open. It may not have been that many people, but still yeah. people were on the ride. This, yeah, this recession was based on something like a health crisis. So. Right, so everything was closed. People weren't traveling. Now you got some people who was like, bump that. We just about to get cold. We just about to just pray to God. <laughs> we and out here. We yeah. about to be outside. Some folks didn't care. But you had some folks, it, you know, they they couldn't travel. So, um, and unfortunately, they couldn't travel. So um, those are the things that, and lenders, they're more skeptical because of that. So if you have seasoned hoteliers who had to give the keys back to the lenders because they couldn't keep it open, imagine for a new person that just started, hey, I want to buy this hotel with no experience. So for my folks who be trying to start their own brand, I'd be like, you know, you going against Marriott and Hilton and Hyatt, these mm-hmm. people who've been around longer than we've been alive. Mm-hmm. And basically going up to the you going up to the bank and be like, look, let me borrow, you know, a couple million dollars to come up with this concept that hasn't been proven yet. That's literally, you know, what you're saying. So going back to your question of what lenders are looking for, the reason why they look at the location, I mean, if one real estate is real estate, right? So people they're staying at a hotel because that people really don't travel for a hotel for the hotel unless it's some really cool, unique, yeah, like a Ritz Carlton or something like that. Not even a Ritz Carlton. It got to be like I saw this one, like it was an underwater hotel. Like you staying and like you swimming uh-huh. with the fishes. Like you wake up and it's like a whale in your face. Like <laughs> people will pay money for that, right? right? So that's a little different because it's an experience. But people ain't, girl. I'm about to travel. Just to stay at this Ritz Carlton in Naples. No, they're traveling to Naples and they right. want to stay at the Ritz Carlton because they like the Ritz Carlton, but they're really going to Naples. Gotcha. Yeah. So that's why the location is so important. Mm-hmm. Um, the brand is so important because it's it's proven. You know, people have transacted so many different deals with me. They've been around for so long. Marriott is the largest brand in the you know in the world hotel brand in the world. It's probably one of the most recognizable ones, right? Mm-hmm. And they have so many different brands. They have about thirty brands. Same thing with Hilton. They're number two. I don't know the other the rankings for the other brands, but you got like IHG and Hyatt, all of these different brands that people know, that people stay in, that the lenders know. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, I know Marriott. I know people want to say this Marriott. I know people want to say this Hilton. I know people want to say this Hyatt. I don't know about this independent hotel. I ain't never heard of them. Right. Too new. I ain't got time for all this. You trying to figure out what you got to do. It's too much. I don't know. Then you got the operator. The biggest thing is really the operator because mm-hmm. you can have a really strong brand, but if you don't have the right operator, um, that can really sink your hotel. That's like with the multifamily. You know, if you have a multifamily unit, think about, a, so a management company for a hotel was equivalent to having a property manager for an right. apartment. Right. You don't want somebody that's like their first time managing a property that big. <laughs> I begin so many people, let me manage your hotel. <laughs> <laughs> And I imagine it's different too. Like even if you got X amount of years experience with multifamily, it's not the same at all as managing a hotel. I ain't even trying to manage a multifamily. <laughs> I probably could do it. I just don't. That's just too much. Mm-hmm. If I do want to dabble into multifamily, meaning expanding my real estate portfolio. And it's an easier transition right. than maybe some people, like some of the basic stuff, I kind of understand it kind of quick. I'm like, okay, this kind of makes sense because multifamilies are less complicated than hotels. I so my first real estate that I really understood was the probably one of the most complicated transactions you right. can ever. Right. Right. So like I don't even try to understand single family. I probably could if I want to, but I just don't. I'm just like real basic. I got my little investment properties is real simple. I ain't that sophisticated. 
with the single family. I ain't trying to flip no no homes <laughs> too much. I can't. So my for my folks that be flipping homes, I'd be like, y'all go right ahead because I can't. My my brain don't work that way. But um, <clears throat> um, as far as those are the things that those are the things that lenders look at. That was like a such a long way to answer. So hopefully, no, people- no, that was perfect. Um, so you said to um go to like a franchise, basically, that would be the best course of action for somebody looking to buy their own tail hotel. Are there any, I guess, brands in your experience that are more friendlier to a first-time investor or a novice investor? I wouldn't use the word friendly. I would say <laughs> That well, has easier to get programs. into. Baby. How about that? Okay. <laughs> programs, okay. Since both you and I, we women of color, we black women, you know what I'm saying? So choice, um, they have a diversity program. It's called Emerging Market. So this they have a new initiative out called Hertels where they want to increase women hotel owners. Okay. Um, Wyndham has bold um black owners, lodging developers. Um though though I'm trying to I can't think of any other hotel companies that has a defined program for minorities. Um, so I would start with those two. Um, typically, they want you to convert or develop a brand. I know some people, they're like, oh, I want to buy this choice property. And they're thinking they're getting the same incentives. And that's not that's not how it works. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would start off with those. Um, they have more economy hotels. For those who don't know economy hotels, those are like your... I would say close to a motel. So maybe something like a super eight or a a motel six would be a good brand to start off with. I don't think they have a diversity program, but that's a good program. That's a good hotel to start off with. And the reason why, because um, it's not a lot of amenities, meaning that you have to understand. Mm -hmm. So it's just like the front desk, the rooms, and that's it. You don't have to worry about food and beverage you know, you don't have to worry about, you know, restaurants, Ooh, conference room, all that. Yeah, yeah, we're out of stuff. It's just something <laughs> just simple. That way you just understand the basics and it's not, it's economical to get into. The gotcha. franchise fees, the application fees, all these different fees that you got to pay. Mm-hmm. Um, when you get into the economy space, it's not as expensive. I know, you know, I meet people, they want to create this multi-million dollar resort and I just be like, Okay, <laughs> but hey, you know what? I don't want to be a Debbie Downer. I'd be like, you know, if you like it, I love it. Go for it. But I would say start off with like economy. That's like that's like you want to get into multifamily, and your first thing is like a hundred unit apartment complex. Right. More than likely, they're not gonna let you buy that though, <laughs> unless you got like more experienced people, and you are the person kind of coming along. But with no money, it'd be the people that ain't got no money, and they got these dreams, and I'd be like. Okay, like you ain't even got like, can you put together a million? Well, no. Yeah, so start smaller, right. you know. Is it, is it better or easier like to get a property and then do the franchise or get with the franchise first and then find a property that kind of fits into their mold? Oh, excuse me. Um, I would do some homework first. Like I have a book, How to Buy a Hotel. Mm-hmm. So start doing your research first before you get to the brands. Um because their job is to sell the brand so they're not going to call you you know they're not a hotel broker to help you find a deal like that's not what their job is you know you go to a hotel that's it you know they're gonna say it probably nicer me I'm just gonna be like look you need to go to a hotel broker 
Uh, so shout out to Omari Head uh, hip, at, uh, at Hip Hop Hotel Broker. So, so even people with me, they're like, well, Davon, what do I do next? Did you start looking for hotels? No. Well, how are you going to find a hotel? <laughs> like you got to you gotta start looking, just like if you're looking for a house, right? Mm-hmm. Typically you work with the agent or a broker, right? And mm-hmm. they'll help you find. The thing is, and then you, it go off your criteria, right? Any mm-hmm. type of real estate deal, any type of investment, you have certain criteria that you want to meet. So the same thing with the hotel. Right. right. What type of hotel do you want to get into? What location do you want to get into? What type of brand do you want to get into? What size do you want to get into? What's, uh, you know, what's your budget? What can you afford? You know what I mean? Those are the type of things that you want to really get into before you even approach your brand. Mm-hmm. Because they're going to ask you all these questions. You even want to get into that before you approach a broker. Gotcha. Because they're going to ask you all these questions. They're like, well, what type of hotel? And you're going to be like, uh, and they're going to be like, you know what? I got another call. You're not ready. <laughs> They're not going to say you're not, I don't know, some may do it, but they may be like, I'm just, you know, they in sales, so they, they, they doing deals. They don't have time to help you figure mm-hmm. it out for free. So um, those are the things that I would, I, I would do before you get to the, the brand or before you get to the broker stage. Okay. So you talked about the book, but you also do courses and you do coaching for people yeah. trying to get a hotel. Tell us about that. Yeah. Yeah. So revamping it. So about to roll out a monthly coaching. I, I noticed some. Um, well, my, well, my folks, what the, the streets been talking, what they've been telling me, <laughs> saying I've been keeping my ear to the streets. You know, they've been telling me that um, they need, you know, they need somebody to hold their hand. I said, okay, all right. Mm-hmm. So I'm bringing on coaches. They're going to be holding folks saying I can't do it, but they're going to be holding folks. I'll be there for, for guidance. Right. You'll be like the uh, keynote speaker at the end or something. Yeah, I'm the keynote speaker at the end. I'm, I'm the strategy person, right? I'm not the <laughs> Anything. Plus, I got I just launched my crowdfunding platform. That's my baby. So I just launched a crowdfunding platform. Um, so what it does is um it's a, a, a think of it as a marketplace where folks can invest in different deals and where you can upload your deals to raise capital. And um, so I do have courses, I have a book. Um, like I said, how to buy a hotel. Uh, you can get that on Amazon. Um, have a, a workbook. So I'm gonna be rolling out a lot of things, just getting a lot of the really the, what I've realized people say. You know, the reason why Black people are not buying hotels because it's a lack of access to capital. Yo, I've been meeting Black folks with money. So mm-hmm. they ain't the issue. Right. Black folks with some deep pockets. They may not look like it. They may have 100 Instagram followers. But guess what? They got some money because they be investing in my hotels. There you go. Yeah, exactly. So it's not the access. To, it's the access to knowledge. Like they don't know where to go. You know what I mean? So tell me more about the crowdfunding. Is it already started or? Yeah, it's already launched. Uh, Vester.com, the platform is already there. We we got approved by Finner and Etsy. Okay. Yep. So is we are, um, I would say we the first black, we're the first and only for commercial real estate, mm-hmm. but we're not the first black. I think it's like four other crowdfunding platforms for, for black people. Is like, there um like a minimum buy-in fee or something well it depends on the deal okay it depends on the deal so it's not so let's say jessica you like girl i'm about to buy me this hotel you know it's gonna be the pretty hotel <laughs> right but you gonna be like girl i need like two million and mm-hmm. i'll be mm-hmm. like okay well you know if you got control of the deal meaning it's under contract or whatever you go ahead and put it on the the, the website of course we had to do our due diligence and everything and um put on the website and then you know think of us as an additional marketing arm to help raise capital for your deal 
Okay, so it's almost like fun rides. I don't want to give them a plug. They ain't a sponsor, but similar yeah. setup. Okay, got you. All right, so what, Um, besides the crowdfunding, what's next for you? Are you buying more deals, doing the coaching? What else are you doing? <laughs> I need to get deals on Vester. <laughs> okay, <laughs> well, y'all heard it here first. If y'all out here trying to buy hotels or you trying to passively invest in something, check out her platform, Vester. I'll be putting out more like, different like educational tools like I'm putting out some planners just more things that kind of get people like they get that tangible information basically what people been telling me what they need like okay this is what I need mm -hmm. to get this hotel okay well let me create it for you so that's what I've been doing you got any plans of expanding internationally mm -mm. No. <laughs> I think I get like a villa or something okay oh, yeah I'm not mm -mm. no it's enough money in the U.S. right now? Yeah, it's enough. I'm oh. more of a focused person. I know some people that be all over the place and they mm -hmm. eject the tra all trades, but really they eject a none. <laughs> and so I've become more successful by just being focused on one thing. Once I start dibbling, dabbling too many things, my head start hurting and it just don't work out and I don't get anywhere. So I just learned to focus on one thing. So right now I'm focusing on Vester. Okay. Well, I got to ask you this question because you're in the hospitality industry deeper than most. What do you think about, you know, the competition with Airbnb and how the industry's going? Man, people keep asking me that. Like, <laughs> when I go to conferences, guess where they at? In a hotel. Mm -hmm. Guess where the people, matter of fact, I was at a short-term rental conference and guess where it was? At a hotel. It was at a hotel. Matter of yeah. fact, I did that while I was on stage. People's weddings, all that stuff at a hotel. I was at a hotel. So mm -hmm. even, think about it, even if somebody get married in a house that they rented from Airbnb, depending on how big the wedding is, somebody going to have to stay somewhere. Yeah. The conferences, like people ask me that and I'm like, raise your hand if you stayed at the hotel. Half of the room stayed at the hotel. That's what I'm saying. It's like... Mm -hmm. I don't think Airbnb is going, somebody, I actually saw that post. Somebody made a post and it was like, oh, you know, Airbnb is going to knock out hotels like Blockbuster did Netflix. I mean, like Netflix did Blockbuster. No, you're lying. Okay, stop putting that out there. That is not going to happen, okay? Um, even if people don't like saying that, Mary, it's so many different people with so many different tastes. Right. There are some people who will not stay at Airbnb. There are some people who won't only stay at a hotel. There were some people who were not staying in the hotel, but don't stay at the Airbnb, but then they realize they stayed in the hotel, but they not realize they stay in the hotel because they don't, because it's, there's soft brands, mm -hmm. you know, the brands are doing things to kind of, as an answer to air to short-term rentals. So I think the brands have finally like adjusted and like, okay, Airbnb or short-term rentals is here to stay. So mm -hmm. what can we do to get our share back, which I think they're too late. Um, so creating, um, having more boutique hotels, having more, you know, some brands where you can rent out homes on their platform, doing things like that. I think that's going to help. Mm. Um, people are still having meetings. People still need, you know, some people, I saw this one post, the girl was hilarious. The girl was like Airbnb trying to get me to work. I'm trying to, I'm not trying to go to a, a, a on vacation. I got to clean up afterwards. You don't have to do that when you go to a hotel. Right. Right. You know and what then, I mean? Yeah. And plus hotels got them loyalty programs. Right, they got them loyalty programs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So people, people be staying at Marriott. So let's say if you're a road where you're always at work mm -hmm. and you travel a lot for work. And then mm -hmm. when the when it's time for you to take your vacation, now you can use those points and miles or whatever 
and you in Bali, you in Bali somewhere, bore bore, staying for free with your family because you accumulate. You can't do that on Airbnb. You know what I mean? And sometimes Airbnb they more than hotels. I'm like, I can't afford sure. it. Yeah, <laughs> no, I always be looking for discounts. I stay looking for somebody discount, but I'm like, that's too much. Mm-mm. Can't pay for this. Gotcha. All right. So um, this was a great conversation, but I'm going to transition now to the last segment of the show. This has been awesome. Um, which the last segment is called the fabulous four. So it's this four okay. questions I ask everybody. Um, so first off, what's your favorite book about real estate? About real estate? Mm-hmm. I haven't been reading books on it. My book, How to Buy a Hotel. <laughs> That's a good answer. That's a good answer. And can people get it from like Amazon? Where can they get it? Yeah, go to Amazon, go to vongroup.com. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Uh, the second question is, what advice would you give to your younger self when you were first getting started with real estate? Get a mentor. Mm, and look for that mentor. Yep, and be, and be focused and be present. I was all over the place and I didn't want to listen. I was trying to do the research on my own and I would have been oh my gosh I would have been so further ahead in life oh my gosh I just I don't dwell on that too much but if I would have been more focused and if I would have got a a mentor and I had people in my family probably who I could have listened to but I didn't know Mm -hmm. you know I didn't know what questions to ask and I think if I would have just like I think one of them actually told me my first house was to be a duplex and I didn't even listen so my younger self would be, you know, to listen, um, be present and to be focused. I wasn't, I wasn't focused enough. Um, so now I've, I've, I understand the importance of being, you know, focused and to be disciplined. So when you know better, you do better. Hey, so that's all right. It's still, I, I got more years in front of me than For I do sure. behind me. So yeah. I mean, I'm be all right. You know, I'll make, you know, I'll just, I, I know, I know how to make millions now. So now it's just the next step is to make billions. I know how to make millions. Now it's time to make billions. Yeah. Well, so question 2A from what you said, where can people go to like network with other people in the hospitality industry? And hotel, well, hotel owners, in order for you, you have to be around other hotel owners. Yeah. It's like, it's just that. Um, NABPUT is a good organization, uh, National Association of Black Hotel Owners, Operators, and Developers. Uh, they have an annual conference in July. AHOA uh, Asian American Hotel Owners Association. Um, they have a national conference. I forgot when it is. But mm-hmm. you go to their website. Those are good to get started. Okay. Um, it's a lot of other ones, but I think for entry-level people, like the ones that I go to, they're for folks who are already owned. Mm-hmm. They don't really like educate you on the process. <laughs> right they talking at level 10 yeah they like they like yeah the conversations it's completely like even me I have to like switch it you know be like mm-hmm. oh yeah you know so um uh because the conversation is different like we're we're talking about problems that we could solve within our hotel and so we're like benchmarking and exchanging information on how we can improve our hotel right um as opposed to you know some folks who are trying to get into the space and and some of the spaces I'm in these people own like a hundred like a hundred hotels wow you know what I mean so it's like the conversation is is different like they can't even really they're so far gone and removed that they can't even help you how to get you your first hotel because their Rolodex is different right because some people don't deal with smaller hotels like it's even hard I have to rebuild my Rolodex to help people mm-hmm. get to their first hotel because the people I know they only deal with big deals right so I got to like search and find like, wait, can you, can you help the sister out on this quality in real quick? 
<laughs> like, wait a minute. You know what I mean? So, so you know. Yeah. All right. All right. Cool. So the yeah. third question is, uh, what topic in real estate do you want to learn more about? I want to learn more about, I really want to get, I want to learn more about multifamily and daycares. Daycares? Why daycare? Well, because it's an operated business against it in real estate. And plus, I done paid a lot of money in daycares already with my baby. <laughs> right. Might as well own it. Might as well own it. I was dropping my baby off at daycare. Actually, my friend, the one who told me I should do it. I said, wait a minute. I said, I started counting all the little kids. I mm -hmm. said, they get paid for each of these kids yep. every single week. Mm -hmm. I said, let me go ahead and get a daycare. But I was focusing on my hotel. So now, next year, I'm going to get my daycare. Because, you know, I got to do one thing at a time. I can't, I can't multitask. I'm not good at it. Right. All right. You heard it here first. Dave Henry's daycare center <laughs> coming next year, hopefully. All yeah. right. The last uh, question, not really a question, but can you give a shout out to another woman in real estate? Uh, another woman in real estate. Uh, I know so many. That's not fair. Well, as many as you want. Well, let's say, let's keep it to two or three people. <laughs> That's still hard because then you know how people, girl, you ain't even shout me out. <laughs> ain't even shout me out, girl. Okay, I shout out to Amina. Uh, she's under contract. She wanted, she invested in my one of my deals. And so she's under contract for a hotel. So I'm giving her a shout out, spreading good vibes that she closes on it. She will. Mm -hmm. So that's one. I'm just going to leave it at that. I know too many people. I don't want to leave anybody out. <laughs> all right oh my best friend i'm a shot duh i'm a shot see i'm always safe with her if i don't shout out anybody else can shout her no i got and i gotta shout out both of them so i got two best friends they both in real estate one in um one in texas so my best friend deveria so if y'all in texas and y'all need to buy a hotel buy a house mm -hmm. deveria she on instagram uh deveria hampton she still uh, with dwelling homes um she sell houses and then my other best friend she in chicago she sell houses too her name is brianna okay. boom there, there you go, go. that was easy I'm there we go <laughs> all right so how can people get in touch with you i'm on instagram at davon reeves d-a-v-o-n-n-e-r-e-a-v-s real simple just at davon reeves perfect all right so you got any instagram and linkedin there you go okay cool uh you got any last words of wisdom to part for the people ladies stay focused and put yourself first um a lot of times as women um we put so many other people in front of us our children our spouses our significant others our parents our siblings our job we put everything in front of us and we don't take care of ourselves Mm -hmm. um so my words of wisdom and advice would be to take care of yourself and I'm even trying to do a better job at this is taking a moment, even if it's an hour, it's okay to be selfish. We, as women, we were not taught to be selfish. Mm -hmm. So it's okay to be selfish where if you take an hour, you know, just for yourself, even if you don't talk on the phone, you, you just sitting there staring at the wall, whatever you have to do to recover and just take care your, because taking care of your, once your mind is gone, you can't do anything else. So it's just important to take care of your mental and to take care of your health. 
because if you can't take care of yourself, then you won't be able to take care of anybody else. So that's my word of advice for, for all, right. all women out there who's listening. Amen. You preaching and it ain't even Sunday. <laughs> all right. Well, that is a wrap. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate your time. You're killing the game. I can't wait to see all the good things that you have coming up. And I know you want to help more of us become hotels it's long man it's lonely out here at these conferences that's really why i'm doing this right be going to these conferences i'll be looking at folks they don't be having no good music let me stop (laughs) be a dry piece of toast no jelly no butter just dry (laughs) people the same conversation so i'm just trying to bring a little melanin you know what i'm saying just a melon just melanate popping Hey. at these conferences and at these events that's all you know come through with the lock sis you know what i'm saying jessica come through yeah. like, what's hey, up let's go let's you know? do it we need more flavor in the building for sure all right, well, we just we just need a little season on the chicken that's all i'm saying all, I'm saying. <laughs> all right well again this is another episode of pretty girls love real estate podcast my uh guest davon reed she was amazing she dropped a bunch of gems for y'all especially if you're trying to get into the hotel game. So definitely follow up with her, check her out. Um, And I'm your host, Jessica Washington. We're signing off until next time. Thank you. Thank you, Jessica.